The Weekly Dish podcast is brought to you by Lakewinds Co-op in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, and Richfield with delivery from Instacart. There's no membership required to shop at Lakewinds. All are welcome. Check out lakewinds.com, and if you can't make it to a Lakewinds, please visit your local food co-op in the neighborhood near you. I made a pledge this year to buy all my gifts locally from Minnesota companies, and you don't have to look far to find Minnesota makers than Lakewinds Foods Co-op. They are fantastic for sustainable and local gift ideas and recipes to make your holidays fresh and local. Are you going to be doing some snacking, watching your favorite holiday movies? Then pick up some Boom Chicka Pops seasonal flavors that have landed at Lakewinds, as have the seasonal flavors of Minnesota-made Johnny Pops like pumpkin pie and peppermint hot cocoa. Are you baking? Lakewinds has recipes on their site for gooey chocolate peppermint crinkle cookies that would be fun to make with the littles or even ginger paleo cookies for those folks on your cookie exchange that may have some diet restrictions. I might be obsessed personally with the Earl Grey lemon shortbread cookies and you can find the recipe online for that too. I do find the best recipes on the Lakewind site from local contributors like Beth Dooley and Yia Vang and the root vegetable gratin. It will take you through the cold winter months with veggie satisfaction. It is so comforting and pretty. It is delicious. You can find sustainable and local food co-ops in your neighborhood, or you can visit Lakewinds Food Co-op in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, and Richfield with delivery from Instacart. You can find recipes and all the latest give back programs or order your groceries at lakewinds.com. Dish on my talk 1071. I'm Stephanie March. I'm Stephanie Hansen. And we are here to talk about all the food and the fun and the frivolity and the festive Fribble. and the fa <laughs> Do you feel like that the Christmas holiday season has started in earnest? I, I mean, I do, but yeah. like, I know I feel that like people are already being done with work. Yeah. Oh, you mean the holiday week? <laughs> Literally. I feel like it's like the three weeks. Yeah. No, I still have a lot of work to do. But well, you always do. I know. And I get that about you. But yeah. I feel like everybody else is on the coast. The coasting week. to the holidays has started. Yeah, maybe that's true. I was talking with Joey in Chicago last night and we, we had s- an epic holiday card, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited when I got it. Um, but it was seriously like, uh, you know, and hashtag. Some cats have two dads Yes, is basically how that works out. But, um, you know, basically we were both saying that it was like, we are so it's we, we're, we're almost manufacturing the joy because we're not yes. feeling it. So we are working real we're hard working to drum up hard. some joy. Yes. And that part of it is that. And I think this is it, that we're all still working. We're all still and we're all a little sick at work because we're pretty much living our work. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then but we don't have those ancillary things to then balance it. Like we don't have the Christmas parties. We don't have rushing around and doing holiday shopping and then going, you know, out for a cocktail or you know what I mean? We don't have those things. And so we're but we're still feeling like we're supposed to have that same joyous lifted feeling. Mm -hmm. And so we are trying real hard. Oh, yeah. Like overtime (laughs) trying hard. I know. I have lights. 
in every room of my every house. Every room of your house, yeah. I literally had one extra strand of these LED lights. I just threw them on my desk. Yeah, and that's a good It's pretty in the dark. Yeah, no, I. there's something to say about that. There's definitely something about fairy lights all over the place that just work. Yeah, and it just feels like, oh, this is cheerful. Yeah, we did. I actually dug out a really old, like, wall-hanging advent calendar with, like, a felt thing, Christmas tree Cute. that you put yes. in pockets. And I was like, <laughs> like, like four days in, I'm like, Jake, I'm doing the advent calendar that's cute <laughs> and i threw a bunch of stuff in it and i was like okay now we have an advent calendar and we just kind of laugh about it because it's like clearly we just need something i wonder if i should like do a mad scramble i feel like kurt's been a little crabby um we've just spent a ton of time together yeah, and yep. you know that's another thing yeah so maybe i can like find a quick do an like seven day advent calendar, just something well, that would you know, be fun advent for him. Was kind of like a four, you know. I remember when I was growing up, we had the advent wreaths. Did you guys have those? My mom would like the, the candles? candles on yes. the Sundays. You yes. know what I mean? And that was advent or the you know the four Sundays before Christmas is what the deal is. I think. Um, sorry, I, I my religious ways are not polished, so I'm sure we'll get a note. Um, but but I remember lighting those, you know, doing it kind of as a four thing. And then we used to have the German calendars where you just open the little paper doors yes, and the so gnomes. Cute. Oh my God. I love those. Um, I did hear on the radio today, I was listening, I guess to NPR news and there was Hanukkah has started. Yes. Happy and Hanukkah. Yeah. Everybody like to my son-in-law moving towards the light. Right. Yes. So he was talking about, you know, you have all these zoom calls. He has a four year old kid that's zooming school, which, okay. Sure. Four. Four. School? Yeah. Yeah. I guess like preschool. preschool or whatever. Maybe it's religious school. Yeah. So they, as a family, watched an Indian family do their Diwali, oh, which yeah. is their festival of light. Yeah. And I thought, you know, these are the darkest days of the year, right? We mm -hmm. are all moving towards trying to find the light. The summer 21st is the solstice. There is some positivity finally kind of coming with this vaccine idea. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it is like, okay, maybe we can find the positive side of the story. I did hear, I was listening to that China is basically back to normal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I have a friend who, we we both have a friend whose relatives, uh, Dave Austin's relatives, he's, you know, posted that they're just kind of doing everything they had been doing. for the Chinese New Year. Yeah, and they're, so they're perhaps... gathering there in public pools. They're doing all sorts of things. So... That's the thing. Like if we can, you know, yeah, of course. And I'm, I'm hopeful. I, and I was texting with someone this morning about how, um, you know, really, well, there's a lot of turmoil and a lot of people have, you know, very deep feelings right now that most, you know, most people see a light at the end of the tunnel, whether that's, you know, spring training at Target Field or it's the state fair in August, oh, you know, yeah. and holding on to those things. Stone Arch Festival in June. Yeah. Working towards that. Yeah. Holding on to those things as, as potential, you know, moments that you get back is a great thing i will say that bands are putting out their touring schedules like there's i uh, got a we got a notice about Ten Thousand maniacs is going on tour with the bodines do you want to book them i was like beginning in may people are booking stuff yeah so i'm i like the fact of being hopeful I'm, I'm here for hopefulness in fact i want you to know something about me is that i have never watched a hallmark christmas movie in my entire life until this week and now i've watched like seven or eight. Seven. Like every night I'm like, I think I'm going to see what's on the Hallmark station before I go to bed. And Jake is like, why are you watching this? Yeah, I'm curious. I don't is know. I can't some... tell you. It's like a train wreck that I can't stop watching. And it's like all of them have either, 
you know, DJ Tanner from Full House. It's very formulaic. Or Gretchen Wiener. <laughs> and those are the two actresses who star in all the Hallmark Christmas movies. And I am 100%, it, it's totally formulaic. And as a writer, I'm watching this and I'm like, God, I could write one of these. Yeah. <laughs> because it's real easy. Also, they take all of these like classic things, like movies, like, and then sort of flip them into these weird romance situations. Like last night, Candace or DJ Tanner was, uh, and it's Candace Cameron, Cameron Burr. Burr. She, uh, she was like in a Wizard of Oz adaption. She was Darcy Gale. And like, there's like, you know, Ryan Lyon or something like, like everybody had, like there's a light Wizard of Oz thing to it. Weird. And then there was Sense and Sensibility and Snowmen. <laughs> and then there was Pride and Prejudice and Mistletoe. And because I have read those, I had to watch that. And I was like, this is nothing like that. But like, like the creativity of using the structure of that, those great romance stories, Jane Austen stuff, and then putting it into a Hallmark movie. It was impressive. It was I impressive. can't really make fun of you. You Only, can. No, I can't because. In the last five days, I think I've watched, I don't know, 18 episodes of The Great British Baking Show. Oh, you are on that. I huh? just fell into the hole and I can't get out. And one season ends and I just go right into the next. It's like so soothing. I have not watched any of them. Oh, they're so... And everyone... Lo- I know. They're like great. a national... No, they're an international like pastime at this point. You, yeah, they they I thought of you cuz this last week they made bops. Do you know what a bop is? No. A hamburger bun. It's a British way to say hamburger bun. <laughs> so they had to make bops. <laughs> and was the bop big enough for the burger and I you know am how never soft was making it making a hamburger bun. Well, and then someone actually that won the challenge said I'm never making a hamburger bun again. I will just buy them like everyone else. <laughs> yeah. That's like crackers when people are like I made my own crackers for cheese and crackers. I'm like nope. Oh, but the idea of a homemade cracker sounds good. There's so many great crackers. Like, yes, there is. You can't. I can't even. Yes, there is. I mean, I should never say that because, of course, there's like <laughs> now, I'm going like to totally do it. She's going to be I like, know. I was obsessing over making crackers. God, I absolutely do that all the time. So I did drink some eggnog last night, and mm, and do that you was buy my. It? Yeah, I did buy it. It was my first eggnog foray. Jake's already. <laughs> Jake's already had like. Two gallons of eggnog. My sister has to ration the eggnog yeah. from the kids. You have to hide it. Yeah. It's like they get one half a pint a week. And once that's gone, they don't get it until the milkman comes again the next week. And normally we just get the Kemp's nog. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, I think, a lovely nog. But I did get the Organic Valley uh, nog last night. That's the one I picked up. And it was really delicious. Like I made, It was less thick. And then when I added my bourbon to it, it was just <laughs> magic. <laughs> I might have to get that and try it with that wood age. Try it with the barrel aged tequila, that Hornitos tequila that we got that's sponsoring the show. Creamy tequila. Yeah. Creamy it, tequila. Creamy I mean, tequila. I guess if it's aged, then yeah, it's, it's the same whiskey, smokiness. I don't know why same. it would be weird. I just had to I had to process that. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna try it. All right. I'm I not, think of like all the uh, Mexican like flavors, like the cinnamons and the Yeah. Like, I guess a horchata in that mind yeah, totally. frame is the same idea. Or yeah, what's that other milky drink that they have? Is it horchata? I think I'm, you know what I'm thinking, Stephanie? I'm thinking rum chata. I'm like, well, it's the same as rum chata. Yeah, that's a take on the horchata. Oh, Um, rum chata. But okay. All right. What are those skinny cow creamy drinks that we talked about like a couple years ago? That were horrible? No, they weren't horrible. And there was like a Girl Scout flavor and an orange cream. God, I don't remember at all. They have them for sale in Ely and in Wisconsin. (laughs) Okay. 
at like your corner bars. Oh, well, there you are. Yeah. Hey, speaking of bars, we have a great show. We're going to take a quick break, you guys. When we come back. We are have a great show today. We're going to talk uh, with Tim Niver, and we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on in the restaurant world because it's kind of uh, it's kind of loopy crazy right now. Um, we're also got uh, we have Lori McCann Crawl from Golden Fig coming on to talk about great gifts. And then we have a great second hour, too, so stay tuned. There's a lot of good stuff today. A lot of gifts. A lot of gifts. This is the Weekly Dish. We're brought to you by Hornitos. Hey, everybody. It's Steph March for Common Ground, Minnesota. You know what? Food brings out the passion in people. And people love to talk about food. And so why wouldn't we talk about the people and to the people who are growing our food? We have an opportunity, you guys. Common Ground, Minnesota on Facebook is a place where women farmers are able to answer your questions about the food scene and the way that they grow food. They are ready to engage. They just want to talk about how they grow food, what they think about why they grow food, and all the things that have to do with the way that your family is eating local foods and what they're growing. Remember that you always have an opportunity to check in and chat with farmers in Minnesota at Common Ground Minnesota. It's right on Facebook. It's on Instagram. You can check them out on Common Ground, M-I-N-N. They're ready to answer any and all of your questions. You guys, I swear to God, I did not cue this up because of our next guest. I just need him to know that he is not the Grinch. We want to welcome to the line Mr. Tim Niver. Are you there, Tim? I'm here. I was humming along. Okay, good. I just want you to know we're not portraying that you are the Grinch. I don't know. Maybe you are. Are you feeling Grinchy? (laughs) Yeah. Well, kind of. I mean, yeah, a little prickly. A little prickly. A little prickly. Yeah. This is a... Well, I mean... We're all, we're all still stunned. Yeah. We? Like, oh, it's Christmas now. Holy crap. Oh, it's a new year. I mean, it all it all is like taken so long and it's been so crazy uh, along with it. But hey, you know, this is what we got. This is what we got. This is what we got. We have Tim Niver on the line, who is, of course, the owner of St. Dinette and Moochies and all sorts of fun things. Um and you are, you've been in the restaurant industry forever, your entire life, I feel like. And you just had a birthday. Yeah. So how old did you turn? Old. Did I'm, you... I'm 51. Woo! Woo! Well done you. I'm older than you, so I think I can say youngster. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. I feel I got some years left. And you know what? I, I have to have some years left. Right. After this one, you know, we're well, going to be catching up for a while. We're going to be, ca- yeah, you're banking some time on this one. We're have a little catch up. Oh, yeah. I mean, and Thanks honestly, everything. we wanted to have you on today because, of course, you know, we were talking about what uh, kind of the restaurant industry, uh, the state of the plate, if you will, right now, which is yeah. that it's a tough space and it's, you know, and there's a lot of stuff going on and people are wondering how to support and they're wondering what's, what's you know, how close is our people and what can they do? But I did want to address the fact of the article that I wrote yesterday, um, which is what I heard that there are uh, a number of restaurants that are deciding that they are going to, or they're planning to, as of now, to open up in defiance of the governor's orders if the extension happens for the shutdown. And is that yeah. Wednesday that they say they're going to open? Yeah, well, so the, uh, the originally the governor was going to announce it on Monday, and now we've, after I published the article, it you know he moved it to Wednesday. Um, so, and then the restaurants, they said they had a, there was the leader of the, the plan said there's a two phase plan where outstate would open on Wednesday and then metro areas would open on Friday. Hmm. So I kind of wanted to get your read on that, Niver, and tell us a little bit about what sure. you think. Sure. Well, I don't know. What would you do? What <laughs> would you do if your life, uh, livelihood was threatened and you had to stake a claim? I mean, 
I don't know. I, I can't do it how they're doing it. You know, I believe this is a health-based business. And if I'm not taking care of the, you know, public in general and kind of following what, what the best laid out practices are that we know of that keep changing. But if I keep following those, to me, this is a health business. But I got to say, um, I don't, you know, we're all on borrowed time. I, I don't, I, I can't tell somebody that uh, they shouldn't do what they believe they should do to protect themselves and their family. I'm yeah. like, I'm not going to do it. Um, I... And But to have to do it um, is the problem. Right. The problem is that we're all forced into this spot because we don't have help. Right. You know, our leadership is not taking care of it. They're not. And so, therefore, we're forced to make decisions we don't want to make. And, you know, restaurant people, you like them because they have an attitude. You like them because they're fun. You like them because they're personable. Well, what do you think a personality like that is going to do when they have to save their business? Right. Oh, that's a they're really gonna, good they're point. They're going to tell you, man. They're going to they're gonna tell you. Yeah. And, and they should. You know, what? we want to we want to be able to take care of this. We want to be able to get it done. But without the help, these folks, all of us are forced into either borrowing or asking for money or or wondering the relevance of it all. And should we just, you know, put it all down? So I think it's important know. to point out, too, that help is a bipartisan measure. Help means true. The governor help means both parties help means federally, locally, nationally, because I think people are like, oh, you know, Governor Walls, this and that. But he alone only has the executive power to tell people not to open their businesses. He does not have the executive power to provide financial compensation for that. And I think it's worth pointing out that Canada, Japan, Germany, Sweden, Denmark, Italy, Spain have anywhere from 60 to 100 percent employment compensation coming for their workers that have been impacted by coronavirus. And the United States has had basically zero. We had one dollars check. check. <laughs> well, and you know, um, what we saw with PPP is that it actually worked. Okay. So it was, right. it was kind of, it was very hasty, right. To, Oh, Oh crap. We have to help America. So they, they put it, put together a program and it was, it was kind of hastily put together, but it did work when it, and in, in, in many cases, it did work. And of course, we've heard of like, you know, the fringe fraud cases and who got money and who shouldn't have and, and, and whatever. But at the moment, at the moment, at least there was help. At least there was an idea that we need to push, you know, this money into the economy, <clears throat> give, time, give people time, you know, to carry these costs that they're, you know, assuming with, this, with these layoffs. And, and we could do it again. And, and the legislation's there. And people won't get over themselves and just kind of decide together to take care of the people that elected them into office. I'm not a political guy. You know, sometimes, you know, we hide behind the, uh, the, the veil of hospitality and we have to be all nice and neat and proper so that it's okay for everybody to come in. But, you know, it's not really the time for that. We can't really hide behind that. So um, when, if we get the help, this, a lot of the problems would just go away. You know, and, and, and uh, also we have a hard time cooping ourselves up here and that's really elongated yeah. this entire process yeah um so patience is is gone it's out the window because even if you look at you know again other countries different examples you know uh even the uk had three three and a half months of relative quiet in terms of coronavirus they had almost normal business and um geez 
this is just a tough spot to be in, and I, and I feel for everybody. Right. I feel for everybody doing this. I think that one of the things that you said is really relevant, too, is that, like, you know, we've watched this industry pivot and get creative all summer long, you know, ever since spring. You know, when the shutdown, the first shutdown happened, and so many people were like, yes, we get it, we'll do it, we're fine, we can make this work. And then we go takeout, and then we do takeout windows, and we do, and you specifically, the reinvention of your concepts over and over to keep things fresh and fun and also, you know, relevant and talkable. And all of this is exhausting. All of it. Oh, and then yeah. coming to a point where we're at the point of exhaustion, and here's an act that is, in its essence, a creative answer. I'm not saying it's the answer. I'm saying this is a bunch of people who are like, well, fine, you know what? Then we're just going to open because that's the only thing we can do. Like, that's another turn. That's a pivot. And we, we missed the opportunity, too, to do some other things that were simpler. I am not for this, just to be clear. I think this is a really bad idea. However, you know, when it was summertime, we could have closed down Grand Avenue and had it be a giant market. We could have had, like, there are, op- you can open a takeout window in your parking lot. You but know, a lot of people did. Of course, but we made, we didn't, as a as a state, we didn't say, hey, we're going to relax some of these laws. We're going to allow some of this creativity to happen in the same way that they did in other states and in the same way that they did in other countries, that we still can't have a takeout cocktail. Come on. I know, but that's not going to save. And as much as I am, you know, I'm definitely for cocktails to go, but that's not going to save these guys. Like, and what Niver's saying is that it's, it's the bigger, it's not like, and what I worry about is that people get like, okay with like okay well they got cocktails yay beer and wine yay and then they and then like sally q in her apartment you know she's like done you know i'll go get my takeout and you're fine and then she doesn't understand when this stuff comes well, up and we're always battling fatigue right 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 so niver do you know right. i mean like what is it that as far as you're looking forward for the next couple of months what are you you personally <clears throat> with dinette and with moochies how are you you know what are your considerations well, I, I, I mean, obviously, PPP money is, is gone. And so, you know, we're just kind of waiting this out. Um, for me, um, you know, we've had a calendar that since mid-October that said PPP could come through in November, it could come through in December, it could come through in January. So, you know, my plan is that I, I, can, I can make it to February, okay? But... After that, I don't know. After that, I don't know. Like, it'll really depend on, you know, people coming together to, you know, my my partners to just say, okay, what's worth it, what's not? What are we hanging on to? You know, I'm not trying to go in further debt like this. Hey, man. Hi, this is Stephanie Hansen, and you know that I just moved from my townhome in St. Paul to a home in Golden Valley. But I'd only lived in my townhome for three years. So in the last five years, I have bought and sold four homes, right? So I feel like I'm kind of an expert. Carrie Augst and Sue Durfee from Remax Results, they are the real experts at CarrieAndSue.com. They will help you find the home that's right for you. During this last home buying situation, I made purchase agreements three times and I dumped one home after the inspection because it just wasn't right for me. When you're doing that, you want to work with agents that are super experienced and really are responsive and can meet your needs quickly. And that is Carrie and Sue with Remax Results. 
Carrie Augst and Sue Durfee. Carrie has over 30 years of experience in sales, and I knew her at another job, and I just trust her implicitly. So if you're just walking down this road of buying a home for the first time, or if you are selling your home and want to downsize, please call Carrie and Sue, C-A-R-R-I-E, CarrieandSue.com. I couldn't speak more highly of them. They did a great job. No place like home for the holidays. Well, I guess it's better than the ICU. (laughs) Hearing some of these songs are just like so depressing. Or how about the fact yeah. that there's no place like home, which is where we have been for the last eight months yeah, in the same exactly. place, and this is my home, and I'm in the home. Oh, and I want to thank Tim Niver, who we so rudely just like cut off because that's what we do on this show. Because you know, because we music can't starts. stop talking. That's right, because we're loud. Speaking of can't stop talking, we're gonna not stop talking with our friend Lori McCann Kroll. Hi, Lori. Hey, Lori. Hey, girlies. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How is life at the Golden Fig on Grand Avenue in St. Paul? Life is lovely at the Golden Fig on Grand Avenue in St. Paul. The are, Christmas lights are lit. We've got the Hanukkah goodies out. We've got all the puzzles you could imagine. It's all good. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about that. It is normally, and I imagine, a giant gift-giving week, right? People are yes. getting their last-minute gifts wrapped up. This is the week. What are you seeing as some hot gifts that you are working on at Golden Fig? Well, I'll say it kind of follows trend of what this last nine months has been, people staying home more. So we have been selling tons of puzzles and tons of like little charcuterie box like kits, like with salami and cheese and a little preserve. And like, so people can sit home with their companion and do a puzzle and eat some good snacks like that. We've been making tons of bags full of that lately. (laughs) Do you have that on your website or how can people order that if they're interested in we that? We don't just because it's some fresh items. So generally we need people to just give us a call with that okay. one if it's local, but puzzles are on our website. So you okay. can find the puzzles on the website. We have um, lots of fun little gifty things. Like we have a dinner in gift on the website. That's a master glass bowl and pasta and olive oil and a stirs bee that's made in Minnesota. So it's all the things you need to make a great dinner and, That seems to be, since it's not big gatherings this year, what are people giving each other? Things that they can make and enjoy at home. I love that wooden Stursby stick that you have there that's made locally. I agree. It's a cross between like a a spatula and a spoon kind of, right? Yeah. And it's, yeah, made in, in Minneapolis. And I'll say I love it because it's got this little curved edge in its wood. So it doesn't scratch nonstick. It doesn't scratch cast iron. It doesn't scratch stainless steel. It works in everything. And you can stir soups with it. You can frost cakes with it. It's awesome. It's a great stocking stuffer too. Um, I was totally. I was on your website and you have a gift that I really liked. It's a three spice situation that's in a box yes. and you can pick the spices you want in it. So if you have like a baker, you would pick maybe the chocolate sugar or the chocolate salt and lavender yeah. salt and maybe different things than you would if you were more of a savory type. Correct. And I think that's kind of fun. We have seen a lot of people picking a salt, a spice and a sugar. So it kind of covers everything, but yeah, it's, I think it's fun to customize. It's something we always struggle with here. We don't usually have pre-made gifts because we want people to select them. And I know a lot of people think they're not good at choosing gifts but they all are like, and it's so much more of a great gift that I think people then realize how excited they are to give someone something that they actually 
looked through and picked the stuff and it's just the same experience than on the website where you can read each of the different ingredients and go, oh yeah, that they would like. I just, I think there's something, I always have thought that giving gifts shouldn't just be about giving people something. It should be giving them something you, you, oh yeah, that looks really good that you're excited about. That is the, I have such a problem when people are like, well, what do you want? I'm like, Give you know, or they're like, you know, or they're like, well, you haven't given me a list. And I'm like, do I have to make a list? Do you know who I am? I'd rather either you see something in me, you know, see something on a shelf that screams Steph March, or you have something from yourself that you want to give, something you love that you want to share. I would rather those yeah. two things than a damn list anytime. I agree. I feel like gifts have have started to shift back away from that. What do you want thing? Yeah. To, oh, here's this great little thing I want to give you. And I yeah. feel like that is such a it's And you know what? Any gift is thoughtful. So exactly. don't get me wrong. But I always feel like I feel like the giver feels even better when they're like, yeah, I'm so excited about this now versus, oh, I just picked this prefab basket out and sent it your way. I'm a massively <laughs> I think, of course, that I am a great gift giver. <laughs> I truly believe in my soul that I give great gift, but there are times where I have not hit the mark, but I sort of feel like at the same time, it's that sort of belief in yourself in a weird way that lets you not just go, oh, okay, well, I'll just go get her the petty egg or I'll right. just go get, you know, yada, yada. So oh God, please don't get me the petty I'm gonna egg. I'm going to get you that the petty egg disgusting. now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Lori, you have a lot of um, cool glassware at your place too. I got a cake stand that people always comment on. The Mosser glass is so fantastic, and it has such a great story. It's made in Cambridge, Ohio, and it was Tom Mosser's dad who had worked at Cambridge Glass for his whole life, and he had long since retired and was talking to his son one day and said, oh, it's a shame they're closing the plant and they're going to throw away the molds. And Tom Mosser was like, no, I'll buy them. And so he bought all of these molds and still makes these beautiful cake plates and salt and pepper shakers in three-piece nested bowls and mugs and they're beautiful and they're in those really classic colors like that light jade green or milk glass white or just a beautiful black and the colors match everything and yeah it's that thing that even if you don't have time to bake and you buy some muffins when you set them on that cake plate wow it looks homemade yeah <laughs> definitely I mean they're really really special and I feel like I, I always believe that Special and less stuff is better than a bunch of stuff you don't love. Uh, what else are you recommending when people come into the Golden Fig this year? You know, I again, it seems like I always love when people start realizing consumables are such a great gift. Like we have a couple new Golden Fig hot cocoa blends this year that have kind of been going gangbusters. We have one that's a Miel cocoa and it has nutmeg and honey powder in chocolate. Yum. And it's delicious. And then we have a Scandinavian cocoa that is a really good extra dark chocolate powder and cardamom and vanilla. And I just Ooh. feel like that with one of these packs of these Catherine Ann, there are these handmade marshmallows that we sell and she's out of Chicago. Like, how great is that? Who wouldn't love a hot cocoa with a fancy marshmallow? And that can be an under $20 gift. Like, so it's not like you need to break the bank. Right, right. Are there um, cookbooks? You always have a good collection of local cookbooks. Are there any that you're excited about in the store this year? Well, I'm excited, it seems, all years for that great Minnesota cookie book because I just feel like more people are staying home and now have more time to bake things. And I feel like, again, this year we've been selling a ton of them. And Rick was nice enough that he came in and signed them all. So 
I feel like even getting someone that cookie book and a little bottle of vanilla, because that's such an expensive little indulgence right now, is such a great gift, and you can ship that anywhere. Yeah, I love that idea. Mm -hmm. I love that idea. Mm -hmm. Um, There is a lot of cookie making that's happening, and you, I... You know, you have some of these salts and sugars that are unique. The salt Let's thing. talk about yeah. that. The salts are fun, and there's so many applications. You can use, like, our chocolate salt is great on popcorn or brownies or cookies. The cinnamon salt is delicious with roasted carrots or beets. You can also use it on caramels. It's, I think it's a great way to add a lot of flavor with just a little shake of salt in some fun some fun different kicks of heat or spice or we even have one that has lavender and lemon that's a salt and it's delicious i've had that one it's great on a shortbread cookie yeah totally totally and you could pair it with popcorn for a gift you could pair it with a little bottle of olive oil and that's a great little thing to dip bread in or just roast veggies in it's yeah again you know it seems like over and over again people want to give something that's practical but lovely and i think that you can pretty easily tackle that here there's a, those little luxuries, really, is that's what we're talking about is like kind of giving someone who, you know, because we can't all be so extravagant in our experiences. I feel like we were going towards experience giving. Yes. Totally. And now those yes. experiences are on hold. So now I think it's shifted to these little like daily luxuries, which I am here for. And- Absolutely. And I'll say this year more than any year I can honestly remember. And I'm coming up on being in business for 25 years. Yeah. So it's been a lot of years that I've been doing this is people are really, really talking about how important it is to get things from those smaller businesses and how to make sure they're supporting those little spots. I mean, I feel like getting gift certificates from all of these little restaurants is such a brilliant thing to give as a gift. I just feel like keep remembering we have to support all these little guys or when we finally claw out of this nonsense pandemic, we will we will find we're not going to have all these little guys left. <laughs> yes, yeah, this definitely. is important. Yeah. And that's why, like, I mean, I don't mind people buying like shoes from Amazon and things like that. But like when you get totally. when you're doing these little things and you're trying to be thoughtful for your friends and making it personal, I think that there's no better way of doing that than hitting a Minnesota local store. Absolutely. And I will add into that. It's so important this year to be patient with those little businesses. Yes, good call. Even if you order that gift and they say it's probably not going to ship and ship until the end of next week, that's okay. And you can change your greeting to Happy New Year. And don't be mad at that business because I can guarantee you if they're anything like us, they're super short staffed and they're super busy and they're trying the best they can. Yeah. <laughs> good point. Thank you I very much for saying yes. those sentiments, Lori. I appreciate you yeah. being with us all the time and for all the support that you give to the community on Grand Avenue. You know, just I know it's been a hard time with the George Floyd murders and all the unrest that happened. And I'm so glad that you guys are coming out on the other side of this and that you're all banding together to really create. It's important to have local shopping streets in our neighborhoods. I agree. Yes, I totally agree. It's, it's been it's been quite a year so far. It's it's yeah. I feel like it's brought a lot of communities together, which has been a good thing to come out of it. And gift cards are always available online. You have a good robust section of your onion soup mixes and your dips. Oh, and I make an onion yeah. soup. Yeah, mm-hmm. you make delicious things in the store too, like soups and sal- uh, soups yes. and um, drink mixes and things that people can pick up on the go. Just great cheese, great local meats, butter. 
You always have a little bit of... We have curbside pickup if you're nervous to come in. You can call us and order and we'll run it out to you. We have a courier service that we use so we can run you groceries to wherever you need. But again, it's that thing of be patient. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Be patient. All right. It is the goldenfig.com and it is Lori Figgy. Thanks for being our guest today. Thanks, Lori. Thanks, girls. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Christmas. We're going to take a break, and we're going to be right back with the Ask Stephanie portion of the show, 651-641-1071. If you want to ask us questions or share some of your favorite holiday gift ideas, we are brought to you by our friends at Hornitos. And if you have questions about tequila drinks, we can answer those, too, at 651-641-1071. Sorrow, bring me way down. Weird. Okay, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to Weekly Dish. It's the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. 651-641-1071. We have Judith on the line. Judith, what's going on? Judith, are you there? I remember you mentioned... Yes, I am. Can you hear me? Yes, we can, Judith. Okay, good. Well, I remember you mentioning a specialty shop for food items like you were just talking about with the golden fig in Hopkins. And did you have any in particular that you thought were really good? Yeah, the mini row market. I was wondering where it is. The, the, mini, row, the mini row market in Hopkins is pretty oh. new. Um, but she's got a lot, they've got a lot of, it's this cute married couple. They've got sandwiches and they've got great pickup items, but they've got a ton of local products, you know, hot sauces, salsas, but also produce and ice cream. And I mean, everything, they've got a lot of stuff. Okay. Okay, great. And where was it located? It's right on main street in Hopkins, kind of close to the Chipotle. The grocer's table in Rosetta has a lot of local products too. Yes. And your local co-ops carry a lot of local things. Yeah. And did you say the one in Wyzetta again, please? The grocer's table. All right. I got them both now. Thank okay, you. Okay, great. Thanks, Thanks Judith. Uh, someone called in and had a question and didn't want to stay on the line. They were wondering where they can find Euro meat to make euros at home. Yeah. And a couple of options. One is the Gardens of Salonica, which is in northeast Minneapolis. You can order Euro meat by the pound, and you can also order all the things that you need. You can also, I'm sure, call the Naughty Greek, and I'm sure he can put some meat together for you. Or Just Christos. give them a shout. Yeah. I think it is a Greek restaurant thing. I don't think you're going to make gyros yourself because Probably it's a not. ground yeah. beef, and then it's a roasting process. It's like a you know, like shawarma. You don't go and just create. <laughs> Somebody will. Somebody will. Uh, Cafe Four Twenty One too is doing catering, and I'm sure they could put a spread together for yeah. you if you wanted to have like a gyro family style dinner. Yeah. Just give them a call. Yeah. Cafe 421 with a K. KFA. KFE. Yeah. Um, again, 651-641-1071 if you guys have any questions. Um, I wanted to ask you if you were baking cookies this weekend quickly. And if you were, what it's kind? so funny. And I am so excited to tell you. I was all of a sudden asked by the gal that helps me with my website. She's like, what did you post on Tuesday that's going crazy? I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, your sugar cookies oh God, are the going sugar crazy. <laughs> so the easy baked rolled sugar cookie recipe that requires no chilling, that is super easy to work with with kids. Yeah. It's just a fantastic dough. It tastes great. I've made them for stuff yep. a million times. No, they're times. delicious. I will repost that recipe. I am going to make cookies this weekend, and I'm going to make the I winning Star burn. Tribune cookie, the bar that they call the Spumoni bar that yep. we talked about last weekend. Mm-hmm. 
And then I have the great cookie book. So I don't know. I'd like to find spritz maker, but I don't know if I'll get to that. Oh, I know. I'm so I'm going to do the bourbon balls and I will post that tonight because that is my mission tonight. So don't <laughs> worry. Don't heckle Hanson. Don't heckle Hanson. And you, like, you. Where's the bourbon balls? And here's the deal. You just don't answer the email. I, can't. I will. <laughs> but the funny thing is, and here's what's really strange. The New York Times posted a bourbon ball recipe. Yeah, I saw that. And I was aghast that the way that it was, it's not like mine. I mean, it is. Its essence is Nilla wafers, or they actually use chocolate wafers. They use Oreos, which to me is too much. That's a lot. And then they have a couple different variations, and then they let it chill overnight. I'm like, yo, no, this is not what we do for these cookies. They are no bake. So we just... And they're not that hard. No! The whole point is how easy they are. So... Um, I am making a bunch of those tonight. So, but I have subbed out my own, you know, differences over the years. So, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I am gonna cook. I'm also gonna go tonight. I'm gonna make kung pao shrimp from my Lucky Peach cookbook of oh, easy Chinese. Yeah, because I've been craving Chinese food, and I'm like, oh, you know, I can order from Tammy Wong at Rainbow Chinese, which is my favorite place. Yep. Also, Tea Garden. I love in St. Paul on University Avenue. But I think I'm gonna head over to the market and then maybe get some stocking stuffers. Something kind of fun and different. Yeah. Um, shouting out, since you're shouting out those guys, I will tell you that I had uh, on Monday, I was starting to feel the sinus infection. If I'm a little snobby, you know, sounding, it's because I have a sinus infection. I have tested negative, to be clear. Um, I did the spit test, by the way. And that was How an interesting thing. How long did that thing. take from when you 24 did it? hours. So I called it in, or I did it online, and it came the next day. And then... I got the envelope and then I, I did this. I went online and you have to spit in front of a person. And that was the hardest part Yeah, because you're not supposed to drink 30 minutes before. And I, so I, I, it's almost impossible for me not to take a sip of something. So I decided to go for a walk and leave the house for a half hour. Well, that was wrong too, because then I was like thirsty afterwards and I couldn't anyway, we don't want to talk about my spit, but the point was I put it, I spit into the cup, I sealed it up. I dropped it that same day in a UPS, you know, mail container. And then I got an email the next day saying your results have been received and you'll get it within 24 hours. And I did. Okay. It was so fast. I love that. Cause I, I know. know a lot of people are trying to figure out how they're going to make yeah. that happen for the holidays. Bill's imported foods too. Uh, someone wanted us to know oh. you can get Euro meat there. Oh, that's oh God. I forgot about Bill's. Bill's imported foods right there in uptown. Huh? Yes. You might as well get some olives while you're there, too. Those there are, are a couple great. of questions that came in, too. Uh, Hanson, you mentioned, oh, we got that one last week. Uh, we got that one last week. Where is your favorite place to buy Minnesota gifts is a text that we got here. Oh, well. That's such a loaded question because there's uh, so many places. I think that our entire show is for the next. <laughs> yeah, my next segment's all about Minnesota gifts. But yeah. I do want to say Stephanie had a great article that we should link to that had gifts from restaurants i did i put it on the it's okay. on the it's on the facebook page and so if you're interested in providing some support to hospitality specifically some of the things that restaurants are doing that aren't takeout that are gift cards and shirts and merch and cups yeah. and cool stuff we have jeremy on the line okay hi jeremy hey jeremy what's going on today you there jeremy oh there you got him hi jeremy good morning everybody good morning what can we do Every for you? Saturday. Uh, looking for Swedish meatballs. Oh, Either a friend. grocery that prepares them and sets them aside, you know, and sells them, or, you know, a, a restaurant to go. 
Well, yes. Inga Bretson's, I feel like, is still up and operational, aren't they? Yes, or- they are. They're doing, uh, you can do curbside pickup. Also, Ikea. I know it sounds weird, but their meatballs are delicious. My kid would love a gift of a giant bag of Ikea meatballs. They're, no doubt. They're fantastic. Um, and I have a recipe, too, if you wanted okay. to make your own. It's not that hard. I have a recipe on stephaniesdish.com for Swedish meatballs. We make them every oh. year. That's what we'll have for Christmas okay. Eve. Okay. I will check that out. Okay. Thanks for calling, Jeremy. There Thanks. you go. The old Swedish meatballs. Somebody else has them on their takeout menu, and I can't. Oh, I think it's Mason Jar and Egan has some. Okay. Maybe. And maybe Karen Tomlinson, too. She's, well, I don't no. know. She's, she's got a very every week menu, so you have to watch out. Okay. Yeah. All right, you guys, we're going to take a quick break. You guys are going to come back with the second hour, which is just chocked full of good Christmas holiday fun stuff. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish brought to you by Hornitos.